83 meters per second at about 2.6 kilometers from the surface of Mars. Touch on confirmed. I'm afraid the new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Hello and welcome to Moody and Paul episode maybe eight, maybe seven. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Moody? Hi from Vienna. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to talk about, Moody. Me too. I'm so excited. Excited, excited. Me too. Okay, so oh, yes. let's let's dive right into it. It's quarter till 12 on the 1st of April. April, April. I haven't done any jokes on Giacomino yet. On the producer. April Fool, April Fool. Ah, let's get through this podcast. Let's see. So, no, no, um, yes. uh, 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 or Moody, 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 whatever, whatever, Moody. Um, let's. What are we gonna talk about first? Because I got some stuff to talk about in terms of online s- social uh, things like Discord that I've been discovering how that works, and I know you've been diving into the Formula One. What's more exciting? What do you want to talk about first? Well, you, you, whatever you got to take care of, you talk about those things. Well, and then we have the shout out to our listener in City West. And then we can start with Formula, Formula One. So you start whatever you need to say. Okay, well, well I don't, I'm, I'm really amazed at this Discord thing. I didn't know what it was. I knew everybody uses it. I know all the kids are on it. I know we use it to tape our podcast. But I didn't really realize the depth of um, this platform. And I didn't realize they're now going to be sold for. Um, oh no! Wait, I'm 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 conflating two things. But let's talk about not the sales aspect of it and the company aspect. Let's just talk about what an amazing platform this is. Because I've been watching the producer be on Discord and have a bunch of buddies, and he's always hooking up and talking to people, and it's all people that share his interests. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. I mean, I've, I've always been a little bit like almost like envious because in the pandemic, it's he always goes into this world and he kind of like leaves us. You know, he like yeah. we're stuck mm-hmm. at home. Me and my wife are stuck mm-hmm. at home. But he kind of goes into this. I mean, I do, too. Every once in a while, you'll play a video game that kind of gets you into another world. But it's like you're going into this video gamey world. You know what I mean? You're kind of like it has to be a really amazing game to get you out of something like a pandemic in your mind. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but what's so special about it? We're just using it to record something. I don't understand. Well, what it is, is you go to Discord, you sign up and all that. We've done that, right? But then you have this button on the bottom left. And mm-hmm. I really never actually noticed it. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it was there, but I never really looked at it. And if you go to the bottom, it's this thing. It says explore public servers. You hit it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it brings up a search field, just like Google would. And you type in any of your interests. This could be the flight simulator this could be a cooking recipe uh, situation this could be a club for dancers this could be you name it whatever you want in discord you can probably find it because there is somebody that's already made a group kind of like imagine like a facebook group Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you make and then you have people that you can have come into your facebook group but other different than facebook these are all little servers and on a server you can always give people roles on a survey everybody has like a, a like a certain let's say thing they're supposed to be doing or not doing mm-hmm. and like you could be a spectator you could be a guy that organizes other groups you could be a dude that um 
does nothing but helps other people. So he makes a, a little, they make a little channel with help. You know what I mean? So basically. So is it hmm? just a video or just um, voice recording? Well, that's the thing. I didn't know this either, but it's, you can open a text channel or a video channel. Oh, okay. And so when you open these channels on the left side, those things that you see are all little channels, all little, let's call them departments on your server. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. And so they got all these little departments that you can make yourself as a server user. Everybody is a server can make their own server. That's all, that's what it is on those on the left okay. side. Those little thingies, those little doodads are all servers. And so you can go and set your own, say, rules. You can apply them to that server. So you go to the server and then it'll say something like, oh, click here to open up all available uh, chats. In the beginning, I didn't get it. And I never really saw the people. You know what I mean? Because I never really mm -hmm. read what it said. I, you know, I never took the time. To click on one of those servers and see what does it actually say. You know what I mean? And so now I did uh, that. Excuse me, but right now I'm just looking at two blinking circles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't want to click on anything while we're recording. Mm -hmm. But I guess I have to click click further to see what, what, what you're talking about. Like I said, I'm just two things are blinking when I speak and when you speak. Well, that's that's kind of like the speak window or whatever you want to call it. But I'm talking okay. about the left side. I don't know how mm -hmm. it looks on your iOS device. No, now. I don't see anything on the left side. But anyway. So it might just oh, be full screen. You know, it might go to full yeah, screen. Okay. And mine has on the left, it has instead of full screen. I see those two things you're talking about too. Yeah. Those, the talking buttons. Let's call them talking buttons. But mm -hmm. on the left side, I have a bunch of people, servers. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, and I think on, on iOS, you might have to go back a screen or something like that. There's probably That's a way to do maybe it. Maybe I should go to my laptop. But anyway, okay. But anyway, okay. so you're looking at these people, right? And... I didn't realize that you could go in there and you like set up these rooms. Like I used to imagine chat rooms, you know, like back in the mm -hmm. day, you'd set up a chat room. Well, here mm -hmm. you can just set up a bunch of rooms. You know, uh, I was playing a game called GTA yesterday and there was a there's a server. There, oh, there's a server. There's hundreds of servers that are all dedicated to people playing GTA. Yeah? Okay. So all of a sudden mm -hmm. I heard some Italian dudes and I chimed in. Hey, guys, what are cool. you doing? And it was cool. And all of a sudden it dawned on me that this is like the most amazing resource you can have in a pandemic. I hadn't realized it and I feel stupid that I haven't used it up until now. But on the other hand, it does give me a whole lot of more time to be in a pandemic as I'm discovering this just now. And my son's been in on Discord for for the whole pandemic. As long as he's been at home, he's had Discord on his side. You know what I mean? And he's even said things to me uh, to the tone of that. If I hadn't had Discord, I wouldn't have made it through this pandemic. And this got me through it and this saved me and a bunch of things like that. So I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty powerful. And as I'm discovering it myself, I'm seeing what he means by it because you actually. Well, is it kids? Excuse me. Is it kids or adults or every all of me? Well, that's the thing. Yesterday I was playing on this server. It was a 20 year old, mm. a 12 year old, yeah, me and about another and another 15 year old. Oh, and well, we that's were, mostly kids. Well, that, I guess so. You could say the 20-year-old already had a kid of his own. Okay. The 15-year-old was just your classic 15-year-old. And the 12-year-old was pretty smart for his age. And he had a, something they call mods, which is a way to cheat in the game and do all kinds of things. You can basically act like a god in the game. And so it was funny, the dynamics of all these kids that were older, and like me, 47-year-old, the 20-year-old, we're all trying to be nice to this kid. Because we were worried he was going to use his cheats <laughs> to steal our money and blow up things and stuff like that. And we're, it was a funny dynamics and it shows you in which world we live in and that that little people 
in the internet world can become big people you know what i mean and <laughs> a big person like you might be the, the the manager at an apple store right and yet in real and in the online world you're nobody and there's this there's this 12 year old that can tell you what to do you know what i mean <laughs> and it was it's very funny but <laughs> what i'm getting to is that i know i've, I've gone wide on this subject because it's a lot to cover this discord is blowing my mind but um basically if you get into the discord and find a few buddies let's call them buddies because what they are is not really buddies like you would find on a on any other platform it's basically buddies that are only interested in what you're interested in uh -huh. so okay. you can kind of like i've got this one channel where it's all about flight simulator mm -hmm. and just now right before the podcast i was talking to a guy that was in his office because basically working Okay. And the kid, there was a kid flying a Chesna, or I forgot what plane. He was flying a plane into San Diego, and it was on final approach. And the the guy in the office, in real life, no, on the simulator. Oh, sorry. And on the simulator, yeah. and so I I'm listening to this happen, right? And I hear this old dude coaching this young kid, and, and then I hear the dynamics of what's happening. He says, "Oh yeah, I'm at work, and I do this sometimes. I just like to keep busy and whatnot, and I do this to help you know people fly and how how show them the." How flight simulators work and whatnot. So this kid is to getting all the advice in real time, and I'm listening in. I said, "Guys, cool. you're awesome." I said, "This is awesome. You're at work." So run this by me again. I said, "You're at work. You're supposed to be working." He said, "Yeah, I'm supposed to be working, but I'm not." I said, "Cool." <laughs> I said, "And you're coaching this kid that's flying into San Diego virtually." I said, "Would you guys mind if I dropped in with a helicopter and taped it all with my video helicopter?" They were like, "Yeah, sure." So I put on my video, my 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 helmet, my actual real world. VR helmet, put it on my head, put it in San Diego, and dropped in to the kid landing as he was approaching. I said, guys, when you approach the final 10 miles, I want you to let me know when you when you have visual on the on the runway and the 10 and your 10 miles out, give me a call. Or like give me a shout out, you know? And so then I just put my helicopter in the position above the runway so that I could tape him as he came in with my nose down like a like a stunt mm -hmm. helicopter. It was so amazing. I can't even tell you. I got chilled. I'm well, just talking about it. Well, it's amazing. I mean, I see where you're like in another world. I could imagine. I can. I could see that. I kind of can see what you mean. Well, I don't know that I'm conveying this in any way because the minute you put on that helmet and that was already amazing. But with the added layer of having this multiplayer experience where you have different people that are actually in the real world, yet they're also connected to the game and watching what's happening. One guy could be coaching, the other guy's landing. I'm I'm flying a helicopter that's taping the whole thing. It's just incredible. It's just incredible. And um, I think Discord helps you get into get in deeper into anything you're doing on the computer. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Like now we could be making a podcast like we're making a podcast, right? I'm sure if I go to Discord and punch in uh, podcast creators group or something like that, there's a Discord group for people that just make podcasts. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's quite interesting. Yeah. The one thing I'll say, it becomes overwhelming because the more you go through it, the more you add. You know, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have like, I'm looking at uh, the producer server uh, list on the left side and it's mm -hmm. not never ending. You know what I mean? He's got like oh. a bunch of servers. But then it's too much. Too much, right? Well, it's overwhelming. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't tell you. I'm looking into this and I'm happy that I am because I felt left behind. Because mm -hmm. I, I might be the last dude in the world that games, but doesn't do Discord or, you know. So, yeah. Well, maybe not. Well, anybody listening, if you if, if you know what Discord is, my uh, Discord handle 
is Jimmy Labonte. I don't know if um, if um, there's a number behind it. Usually there is. Let me see if my son has me. He does. There's a way I can check the profile. Check the profile. Oh, so it's so just... now what would that do if you gave out now you give out this handle this this name? Mm -hmm. So what does that do? That means they can log into our podcast. No, what that what means that is mean? is when I'm flying my simulator, or if I'm playing GTA or whatever, and they put in um, Discord, whatever slash Jimmy Labonte, or go to Discord and use the search friends or something like that, the search people thing button, mm -hmm. whatever. You can mm -hmm. put in Jimmy Labonte, which is G uh, J I M M I, like Jimmy uh, Jimmy J I M M Y, and Labonte L A B O N T E. And just put that all together small and um, it'll find me and you can basically watch me either play and if I'm sharing my screen or you can listen to me talk if I'm talking to buddies or you can get me maybe to play your game. You know what I mean? Maybe you're playing something mm -hmm. else. I'm playing the flight simulator and mm -hmm. you're playing GTA and you know mm -hmm. that I play GTA every once in a while and you're like, hey, I see. And in fact, um, Discord even tells people what you're playing. Well, is it just about games? Well, I I, I kind of have a feeling that and cooking and well, I, I have a feeling that Discord kind of gears is geared towards gamers because mm -hmm. it's it's it interacts even inside your game. Like if you're in a game, I can still put this overlay and have this overlay where I can see who's talking and mm -hmm. who's online and who's not. Uh, mm -hmm. That's cool, but I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure. I'll get back to y'all and tell you more about Discord. Like I said, this is my second day. And I've really learned the a lot. Second day that you just discovered it, actually. It, well, I've known about it, right? It's not yeah. like I've discovered, but it's the actual. I think you have to use Discord to know what it does. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. just tape a podcast like we were doing and think you know what these little buttons and doodads and and likes. Mm -hmm. it's about, a lot of things are about roles and which role you have, and there's mm -hmm. admins and it's a complicated thing. I haven't gotten to like to that depth yet, but I'm gonna I'm a I'm gonna keep interviewing the producer because he's the guy that knows. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, he gets mad well, at you me. You said though. you didn't want to stay too long on one subject. Now you, that's like a long time. Well, we're Discord. good. We're good on the Discord. And what did okay. what, what were you gonna what were you gonna talk about? I know yours your your is way more exciting. Plus, I've been waiting for this because I know what you've been doing secretly. So you let secret everybody piece, know what piece. you've been secretly okay, doing. Okay. Well, these past few days. I have, first of all, I have a big apology to the world to make because. I think one podcast, one one of the podcasts that we had to trash, where I was saying, why did these guys in Formula One run around the track and waste the gas? And it's so stupid, and it's just a waste of time. That's what I said. You did right? okay. I, I must have. Yep. I must have ignored that. Yeah, I said that in one of the podcasts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but and you kept saying, watch um, the Netflix Formula One, uh, what a series called Drive to Survive. You kept mm -hmm. saying, watch it. And I said, yeah, maybe next year, maybe I'll watch it. And then I actually started to watch it. And I am totally amazed. I can't believe it. I can't believe how they filmed it. I can't believe like the whole subject and the drivers and everything. I'm just in awe of Formula One, I got to say. Um, so. Okay, well, I'm going to let everybody know we're going to plan a, a trip to the Spielberg race in Austria this year. So if anybody wants to join along. You're all invited, but it costs about four or five hundred euros for a ticket, so get be ready for it. But anyway, 
No need. Well, you were going to talk about the crowdfunding. We'll do that later. We'll get, don't don't give it away. No, no, don't right. give it away. I want to I want to ease into it. You know, when you talk about money, you don't want to come out and okay. say, "Hey, we need some money." Oh, I see. You know, okay. You know, come into okay. it slowly, but anyway. So, so yeah. So, so tell me about, about it. Drive to survive. Drive mm -hmm. to drive to survive. Right. And mm -hmm. I had some questions and comments to you mm -hmm. about just the first time I saw it. Like, let's say, kind of like season one, or or some of the basics basic ideas of Formula One. Mm -hmm. The first thing is. When they start this, when you see the beginning of the series, you see them looking down at the pit stop, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And did you notice every time either they're going, they, they're going in different directions. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are different teams mm -hmm. and kind of like at the start of each, each um, episode, episode mm -hmm. they have one of these cars where they're, they're in the pit stop getting the tires changed and mm -hmm. all this. Mm -hmm. right? And you see top down and, view, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is astounding, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then um, the second thing is I had a question about, okay, so now I'm Netflix, mm -hmm. right? And I say, I'm going to film the drivers in Formula One. I'm going to film the process, the stories. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it shows their families. Mm -hmm. It shows their past, you know, mm -hmm. how long they've been racing mm -hmm. and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, but they don't know what story is going to be the most interesting, right? Well, so, mm -hmm. like, like okay, so now they want to film. Season, they want to film. They started out with uh, 2018. Mm -hmm. So what they pr basically have to do is film every driver. Yes, that's exactly because, what they have to do. Because you don't know what's going to come out at the end. What they're going to cut. What they're going to use. Exactly. What was exciting? What was boring? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So each one has to sign an agreement. I'm I'm guessing mm -hmm. that says you can film whatever mm -hmm. what happens to me in the in the course of the year. Mm -hmm. And some of the things were wonderful. Some of the things were heartbreaking, scary, terrible, right? Mm -hmm. So they have to get signed this paper that they that it's all going to be filmed, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. some, some things that happen we can talk about later. Right, right. Well, That's but, incredible. How well, do they do that? Well, what I think how it works, and I'm not sure, which I'm just talking out of my you-know-where. Um, yeah. I'm, I think how it works is since FIA is like a company, the FIA, mm -hmm. the Formula One Association or whatever, where they own, it's kind of like they own the Formula One and they're the ones that make the rules and how the okay. cars are going to be next year and whatnot. And I think they can pretty much, if I approach the FIA and say, hello, I'm Netflix. I'd like to give you $20 million. And could you mm -hmm. please, please put in a clause that every team has to have open access this year to us? I think that, that the driver teams themselves probably don't have much of a say. Like before it was ETL that would have you know, the German uh, yeah. TV station would have some access to the box, books and pits, the pit lanes mm -hmm. and the, mm -hmm. and the paddocks and all these places. And I think, of course, they were paying for it. Right. Nobody gets in there for yeah. free. So yeah. what, what I think happened is at some point, probably the offer was huge mm -hmm. that Netflix mm -hmm. made. And they, they yeah. just said, can we have all access to all teams, all drivers one year and we'll give you 50 million dollars, 100 million dollars. I don't know how much they paid. Mm -hmm. Right. So does it go to this organization or does, would it go to the individual teams, do you think? No, I think it goes to the organization. Oh, I think I Netflix is paying the fee, Mizik. I don't think mm -hmm. they're paying the individual teams. I think the teams sign an agreement that says, whatever the fee comes up with next year, I have to mm -hmm. do because I'm raising for this club, okay. for this fee club. Mm -hmm. And if, if, mm -hmm. if I don't agree with it, well, I can raise something. I can go into the States and raise an IndyCar. You know what I mean? I don't have to... I'm not forced mm -hmm. to race for this company that's called FIA or whatever, mm -hmm. right? But if I do, 
It just means, yeah, Kai Eber from RTL, even though he's a complete idiot and nobody likes him, he's going to pop up in your pit, pit lane and ask you some stupid questions. And you're not going to get money for it. RTL is not going to come oh, out and pay yeah. Michael Shoemaker or whoever driver they're interviewing. They're going to they're gonna pay FIA. And FIA then, of course, according to how much you win and lose, right? I think that's how it works. Oh. The, I have no idea. I'm so curious how the, uh, how, like, behind the scenes how it all works with the money and, and the agreements and so forth. Well, I'll tell you what, Marie, the more you get into it, the more you start mm -hmm. to find out. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. interesting about a sport, especially Formula One, because it's so many companies, so many sponsors, mm -hmm. so many teams. And so it's quite they interesting. They keep changing the names, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, so it's quite interesting to to follow. But I want to know more about the, the opening and the, um, um, the Drive to Survive series. So, okay, so... You, you started the first series and you looked at, and I know yes. you called me and you said, Paul, I just watched the first series. And when those engines come on, I had it on my sound system, on my, on my AirPods. Oh, that was amazing. Right. Yes. And that made yes. me think you were amazing because I thought, wow, what a mom. I said, that's what, that's what I always used to remember about you when I was a kid, that you'd be different than other moms. You know what I mean? Other moms wouldn't get excited about things that maybe I would like or maybe kids would like or something like that. But you always did. It didn't matter if it was a hip-hop song that came out and you'd be like, oh, I like that crisscross jump. I need to get it. I come home one day and you got the record. You bought it. So, you, well, thanks. But I came from a long line of people loving loving cars and music. Well, I guess, yeah, but that, that doesn't automatically translate into like, like now Formula One, right? Like you said, oh, this is just stupid. They're driving in a circle. And who wants to see people driving, wasting gas in a circle? But then and wasted gas and stuff. Like exactly. That. And then you yeah. go watch the series, right? And you see the emotions and what's behind it. And the kids growing up in a go kart when they're eight, they're already racing. They're yeah. already, and but you, even before, even, even younger. And and you've had a kid in sports, right? You know the emotions that yeah. go in with rooting for your yeah. kid and wanting him to win. Yeah. And, when you see the parents sitting there every race, oh my god. Yeah. And, uh, oh, sometimes not even just, you know, for 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 basketball, like your kid played basketball. Right. And you had to make some sacrifices uh -huh. and things. Right. Even when you had to buy new mm -hmm. shoes every two weeks and, you know, whatever. Yeah, there yeah. was It wasn't easy. Right. Because there's some expenses that traveling around it. to a lot of cities and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. But imagine that times 100, because when you come to racing, yeah. you got to pay tires you got to take that go-kart somewhere you got to get to the race you got to pc if it's raining or not you might have to use different tires and you got it's just it's just it's, incredible and some of them started out they said they were just really poor mm -hmm. and i don't even know how it was possible for them to survive or to get a foot into formula one so that's amazing yes some i think of the, some yeah. of the stories mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well i'm happy you watched it but i want to yes. get deeper into it i want to know when you started to understand that this was going to be something you were going to watch, because that's how it always happens, right? You watch a show and then you think, OK, I'm going to watch the first 10 minutes or half hour and either bores me. Right. Or I get into it. That's how I work. Well, the first thing is that when you when you watch the opening shot where it's the pit, the pit stop and they um, they take off, you get chill books. Right. right, right that's right. like the first thing. Right? Right, right. And then I don't know how the other uh, TV producers and and how it was done before but i can't believe there's anybody that has filmed the inside of these cars oh i just get i feel like crying mm -hmm. with the with the drivers inside of these cars what they're seeing and what's going on while they're driving it is just 
it just it's like mind-boggling when they start mm. and you, you they show the light and you mm. you know they all put their foot on the mm -hmm. gas and they show the whole mm. <clears throat> sorry the whole beginning mm. and then you see them driving you see them in there you know you see the steering wheel and mm. you see them like it's raining mm -hmm. they're they're going 200 300 miles how, i don't mm -hmm. know how many miles mm -hmm. an hour they can't they can't see mm -hmm. at all mm -hmm. no they see nothing they do not see the track they drive with faith they're driving my god on and blind when, when faith. They're, and when they oh, I get the I get tears and when they're when they're pass mm -hmm. how it's it passing can kill you yes like mm -hmm. every time they mm -hmm. pass another mm -hmm. car mm -hmm. they either could smash their cars lose their race mm -hmm. make it around them mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. just you you can't realize I, I never mm -hmm. realized even uh, even into season three, I'm just still watching this, mm -hmm. observing this mm -hmm. passing situation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And what is involved? And they touch the tires going so fast. Mm -hmm. And one tire on the guy's car is shredded, mm -hmm. it's like gone, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, or the I think it was season one with um, uh, Red Bull mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. they come into the pit, they come in for the pit stop two mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Two times they put the those guys they put them on really fast the tires in mm -hmm. so many seconds mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. tires fall off <laughs> two times so the tires fell off yes. two times <laughs> oh we're talking millions of dollars yes millions. Yeah. I have no voice yes I yes. mean these are things that you can't imagine they smack two like I think two or three times mm -hmm. one team would go out right and both would smash they would smash two cars right so two on a team yeah. And that the first lap, uh -huh. two of the cars were gone. Yes. Fifty million dollars. It's just like it's just like incredible. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 And what people don't know is, and and I mean, I'm so happy you're into this and that it excites you because I'm I know all about it. I've been watching it for years, right? And people don't know that one tire, like you said, when they touch those two tires, that's like forty thousand dollars touching forty thousand dollars. <gasps> One tire costs like forty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? So that's incredible. And these kids, yeah. and their kids. You know, you've seen them now. You've seen their faces. You've yeah. seen their parents. Yes. You know, they're kids. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're all kids. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And they're racing and down. Scary the, because yeah, of course it's scary. Yeah. And they're racing down that track. And the guy's gonna pass. Like you said, three hundred miles, two hundred miles an hour. He's driving down the thing. He's got to now pass. And in his mind, he knows that at the littlest, slightest blink of an eye mistake. He's gonna ruin in the, the curve. In yeah, the curve. And he's gonna ruin his car. He's gonna ruin the other's car. He's gonna ruin the career. He's gonna get fired because they can get fired if they, you know, crash two or three cars. They're out. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? of course, that happens quickly. It happens. The, the team says you're not feasible. You're not viable, feasible, whatever you say, and then they're out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, there's so much to say. I don't know where to start. This. I don't. I don't even know where to start. There's so much to say. Okay, let's start with the drivers first. Like you said, they mm -hmm. spend their whole lives doing this thing right mm -hmm. and every single one says it's my dream it's my passion like the character of the drivers right mm -hmm. that there are 20 um every season that get this honor of driving the formula one cars mm -hmm. and they're just like <laughs> more than special people because they're so determined and their whole life just involves this driving and and they know the courses and what they do to prepare and i was surprised about physically Mm -hmm. that they have to stay in such good shape right they memorize mm -hmm. the course mm -hmm. day and night mm -hmm. and that they're not afraid that just like blows my mind well yeah. they say a race driver once he becomes afraid he mm -hmm. has to quit 
Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. days the race drivers do come to a point in life where, and they mm-hmm. say, there's two famous quotes I think Enzo Ferrari made, but I'm not sure. I don't want to. I know one for mm-hmm. sure Enzo Ferrari said was yeah. a, a driver that has a wife mm-hmm. loses one second per round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about I believe, that. I believe it, yes. Mm-hmm. And well, kids, for example. I would say kids too, right? But mm-hmm. that's just sending one thing you have. As soon as you have somebody that you care about so much, mm-hmm. I think it becomes hard to to continue on that limit because like I said, like you were saying, they they basically, when they're doing these maneuvers at these high speeds, one foot, they are dancing with, with death. One foot itches. What? No, I mean like one foot is in, in like a German oh, say, du hast ein Fuß im Grab, music, the German yeah, say. Yeah, one foot is in the grave. Yeah, that's that. And it's it just, when, when you don't know this, you could actually think, wow, these guys um, are just going in a circle and it's really stupid. It's, there's nothing really to see here with the people watching, right? Mm-hmm. But then what I was amazed about is that you got into it because that's an opinion most people have, right? Why is it? Or you might have thought, why is my kid watching Formula One? That makes no sense, right? But then, then you think, okay what what could get somebody that maybe is not into this formula one right to get it to get him to watch it well netflix netflix did exactly that the, netflix they took netflix something because yeah, that, yeah, yes yeah because they give right. you insight they give you depth they give you yeah they give you emotions they give you a a, a a reason of why these people are racing and what they've been doing all their life to get to this point because mm-hmm. once you get mm-hmm. to the formula one Anybody sitting one of those cars, unless your daddy bought you in, because there are those guys mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. right? That's, yeah. Um, uh, it's really the pinnacle of your life. It, you, I think. And they're twenty. Yeah, they're twenty-one. 20. Yeah, and that's why it becomes hard, you know. What the heck? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like you said, there's so much to talk about this, this, this uh, Formula One stuff. I could go. We could actually have our own Formula One podcast. We might have to do that one day. You never know how this goes. But right now. I'm very excited that you have found this thing because, first of all, there's a race every weekend. And I used to say, there's a, there's a spruch that I used to say. Oh, wait, we're on the, sorry, I get carried away. I, I get, I, I, what did they say? You schweife up. I, I digress. Um, we were talking about the, the two things Ferrari said, Enzo Ferrari said. One was uh, a, a racer loses a second on every round. And the other thing he said, if a driver becomes scared, he has to quit, right? And that's how we were on the subject of being scared of that millisecond where you have to go over the edge. And when those kids race on every weekend and in every session, they're going over that limit. They're going over that little thing that you actually says to you. Your instinct tells you don't do it. Your body tells you don't do it. Your brain's telling you not to do it. All of you saying don't take that curve at this speed. And yet, sometimes you, most of the times, you're gonna try to do it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the amazing thing that how how Netflix captured that, like you said, onboard cameras, and they'd have the the box talking to them. Another thing that amazed me was in the inside the cars, like only one guy can communicate with them, right? Right. Nobody else can talk to the driver, mm-hmm. and so that's I I don't know. I think this would be the first time that you really hear what what they're what they're saying to the driver yes right? yes which is like incredible and then the scary thing is like here's this guy 21 22 going at maximum speed mm-hmm. passing and then you come to a curve and you just like can't breathe because mm-hmm. you don't even know he's go- if he's gonna make it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then 
And then the guy, the one that communicates to him from the cockpit or from mm. wherever, mm. says, push, push, push keep yeah. pushing, keep That's pushing. That's incredible, Ma. Oh you my got God. it. You I, got I, it. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't you breathe. You got it. Right? You got it. You got my it. God. You got it. That's that's exactly what it is, man. And that's what I was thinking. That's so amazing that you would say that. Because I was thinking that a lot of times in this documentary, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking. That's crazy. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, look, this kid just went through. Like you said, they go over the limits. And then at the end, they have to put yes. on the brakes so hard that you don't know how is he going to make it through that curve? How is he not going to shoot off the track? Right. And then yes, the guy yeah. says, keep pushing. Now you did good. Now keep pushing. You know what I mean? Now push, now push, push. push. And I would think that's like if the guy runs into the wall, how would you feel if you're that guy? Right. You're that's that guy. I, I thought that a lot. I thought that a lot, mm -hmm. you know, like <laughs> it's just too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's mm -hmm. just too much. The whole thing is too much. Right. But then they make it through the curve and you say, I don't know how the hell they did it. Mm -hmm. It's like you can't breathe. Mm -hmm. But but I said because of this, because of Netflix, the way that they film it and that you're actually <clears throat> Everything that you're experiencing. Hold on, put stop for a minute. Sure, the doorbell rang, sure, sure, that's fine. Okay. I'm just gonna leave you like this. Sure, that's fine. Well, I'll just keep talking until the moody gets back. I think it's great that my mom now actually is into Formula One. I've been watching Formula One since 1993, actually maybe 1992, and I've been playing on a computer simulations of formula one since 1989 i think that's when jeff kremen's formula one came out um so yeah i've been playing formula one games since then and watching formula one since shortly after and mom never really took to it i didn't think it was cool so you can imagine my <laughs> reaction when she told me yeah i'm gonna watch the netflix um whatever the race uh, race to survive or uh, the series on formula I said you're doing what you're actually gonna watch it and I'll be honest with you guys I thought she was gonna watch like one episode or two episodes and then never ever go back to it because it is still kind of like cars going in a circle but I'm very thankful to Netflix that Netflix got my mom to now be a Formula One fan and we're actually thinking about going to a race uh, between the 2nd and 4th of July. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. If anybody wants to come or if anybody has any ideas about how we could stay there, if there's a pandemic, if we have any people that are around there that might be going in a camper or something like that, we can hook up and maybe do it together. Um, just drop me something on uh, on our YouTube channel. But cool. <laughs> Okay, Moody, you're right, back. I'm back, cool. back. Okay, yeah. But two things on that subject. One thing quickly is, wait a second. Okay, one thing is, um, my other kid said, mm -hmm. "Oh, finally, your son has his dream come true. His mom that's interested in what he likes, mm -hmm. right?" Mm -hmm. I was just telling people about that on the as you were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. exactly. But I'm not doing it for that reason. I mean, it's nice. It's great, right? Mm -hmm. It's a good thing, but. I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm just truly amazed about this diving into this subject of something I really never understood. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. well, so well, we, yeah. Go ahead. Well, well, I'm I'm I can tell that you're not faking it or doing it because I like it. Because I'll tell you why. Because there's something that happens in people and they get it. 
um, mm -hmm. that you can't describe. Like the, there's some things you said right off when you called me and you said, oh, when, when, they, when they put on that engine and the lights go off and everything and the, you got chill bumps. I was like, something you said about chill bumps. And I said, okay, yeah, so yeah. that's what you need to be sucked into this. If that doesn't happen that with you, yeah. If that doesn't happen to you, if it doesn't, the, Ger the Germans say, this must packen, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't it has even, to grab you. It has to grab you, amazing. It has to get your attention so hard that you're like, okay, wait, I just got goosebumps, you know what I mean? And when you said that, I was like, oh, I had hope. I was just telling, as you were gone, I was saying, <laughs> I don't know, maybe she'll actually watch the third one. Maybe she'll watch the fourth episode and the fifth. And then... <laughs> no, you, now we're actually going to go to one. And that's what I'm saying. And so that's that's why sometimes, that's how people sometimes get into a sport without, like, without knowing why they get into it. Like me, when I started to watch Formula One, it was like, I was already racing it. I was racing simulator Formula One and I liked the racing, but I liked to do it myself. I didn't I didn't get the fact that, how, why would you go and watch other people do this, which you can do on a computer, and I'm going to go watch the other guys do it? That doesn't make any sense. I'll race myself on the simulator, you know what I mean? So I'd been yeah, racing. I mean, you've been to Monza and I think we've been yeah, to yeah. Google, like, I think with my, my brother and... Then, of course, you've been to Monza. My parents were all, always going to Formula One when I was a kid. But I stayed home because I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, and, see, and, so, and I was the same way. I was racing on my computer, but I had no no understanding of actual Formula One racing. I, I really yeah. actually just thought it was like a game. You go in a circle, you know what I mean? It's cool. I mean, I could be faster <laughs> than the other dude. I didn't know about sponsorship and all the companies and the whole drama that comes with the drivers and you're a team and then you have to be faster than your your only competitor is really your teammate. You know what I mean? Because you're the only yeah. two that have the same car. The actual everybody else yeah, has a different yeah. car. So yeah. you're not can't yeah. compete with them, right? In any case. But uh -huh. now you have this guy in your own team that has the same exact car and the same exact tools and yet he's faster, two, two seconds faster on a, on a round. You know what I mean? So where does that come from? That comes from the fearlessness, from the from your ability to gauge and to be soft on the pedals and everything. And it's just like a, it's like ballet with these. But it's way more than ballet because when they talk about the cars, those guys get in the car, I get the chill bumps. Mm -hmm. These guys get in the car, right? Mm -hmm. And they, when they're driving, they're analyzing the, the, let's say how it's driving, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Yes. And they, ha yes. and they have these like descriptions like it's soft and it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's hard and mm -hmm. it's this and mm -hmm. that. But it's, it's loose like on way, the end. It's more, loose on the way, back. Way more technical than, than than ballet. It's so they they feel these little, little these they feel these machines like in their body. Yes, yes. It's like in the it's incredible. But it's amazing that you get all these things from this. Like I, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say you know nothing about Formula One before you watch this. You know what I mean? And now you're no. saying things. You're saying things that it almost sounds like you've been watching it for 20 years, like me. You know what I mean? These are things that you couldn't possibly know if this Netflix series wouldn't produce so well that it conveys all okay. those little things, like you were just yeah. saying, the little feeling in your butt, and it's about milliseconds. And yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. how I would I would have made that. The tires, they say the tires. Yeah. I don't know how I would have made that to convey it to somebody like my mom to get that those mm -hmm. nuances of that little thing. Of course, I have to say you're also mm -hmm. a real smart cookie, Moody, and I love you lots. But, um, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, but but yeah. The thing is. I mean, everybody knows that, of course, you have to be, the Germans say, fine fühlig. You have mm -hmm. to be sensitive to the driving of the car. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody knows that mm -hmm. stuff. That's nothing new. Mm -hmm. But to the degree mm -hmm. that you can't even, that you can't even imagine, because one, two drivers can get in the same car mm -hmm. and have a different feeling, like those new guys, mm -hmm. 
they didn't have a feeling for the car like the older guys. Exactly. And it was the same car. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It took them several races, if ever, mm. to get the the the, the right the setup. Fine. The fine setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've and they're putting the brakes and they're they're whatever they have to do inside the car. Oh, it's just way too much. I can't just can't even imagine. And like you were saying, not only are they raising, but they're giving their feedback to the to the to the pit and right. telling them, yes, "I'm exactly. loose on the back. Can you do something about that? Yeah, how yeah, how are we yeah, looking on fuel?" And the guy says, "Oh, you need to yeah. you need to watch your tires now. Slow down a little." And the guy is racing exactly. the race of his life. I watched the other time. It was yeah. the, he was racing Perez. How I think was racing. He, he was going so fast. He was passing everybody, and and the guy was telling him on the pit lane was saying. Uh, you need to save your tires for the end. You need to watch your tires uh -huh. slow down and yeah, this and that. Yeah, okay. And the guy just keeps <laughs> keep yeah. pushing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. uh, it's, uh, and then, and I never realized that, I don't know why, because it's just stupid. No. <laughs> they have, <laughs> they have no idea what's happening behind them. And the guy has to tell him. So, so-and-so is two seconds behind you. Exactly. And two and a half seconds behind exactly. you. Exactly. And who's back there. And I mean, it's just like wild. It's or, just, what I think yeah. is incredible, the other thing is when they get up behind someone and the guy says, okay, we have pass available. <laughs> like, yeah, we have pass <laughs> available. Yeah, we got pass available. Yeah, you, mean I, you mean you mean I got to go now? I got to pass them? What, what, to who is it available to? <laughs> we got pass available. And like, like, like you're already you're going 300 down the the 200 down that Kamha, right? 200 miles an hour. You're going down, down. You got a car on the right next to you that's in the inch of yeah. your life, right? And the guy yeah. is saying, okay, and you're gonna pull out behind them because you gotta pass them, right? And your heartbeat is already elevated. Your your <laughs> adrenaline is pumping through your blood and everything. And you got this guy in your ear says. We got pass available. I'd be like, dude, we got pass available. I got pass available. You better shut up. You don't got nothing available. I got it available right here in my hands. So, yeah, it's and, cool. and a lot of times they're like, well, two. Okay, we're still on the, we could do like three. Uh, three podcasts, podcasts on the Formula One. <laughs> no, no, that's just on the drivers. Right. Just <laughs> we got a lot more stuff to talk about. Okay. But back to the drivers. Mm -hmm. We have like some of them. You can tell like that Alex Albon and some mm -hmm. of the younger guys, right? Mm -hmm. When they got to push come to shove, mm -hmm. that last push, that mm -hmm. last pass, mm -hmm. that last mm -hmm. all out mm -hmm. and so forth, mm -hmm. they chickened out. Yes, they did. You know? Yes, they did. And, and then you had some of the older drivers. And I got to say, for me still, even though some of the, the long, young ones mm -hmm. are amazing mm -hmm. and have won titles and stuff, mm -hmm. Leclerc and mm -hmm. Gasly and mm -hmm. all those guys. Mm -hmm. But the for me, the wiser ones have more value. The, the, the more experienced drivers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. over the long run mm -hmm. and in general. Well, I you see that wisdom. Yes, that yes. The young people don't have. Well, that's that's where I think it becomes. There's this thing where you become from, from like this overachiever. I want to do it um, at every cost type of situation, yeah, race driver exactly. at the beginning just to get mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. and then you have yeah. to develop this thing. Okay, I'm in, but now I got to get smart about how am I going to advance. I'm in, you know, people, I think, can't yeah. really understand what it means to be inside no. to get to that point, because there's so many classes of racing by the time. That's why they call it the, the crown of racing or whatever. The the, mm -hmm. the, the Königs class of the Germans say the, the king's class of racing, right? Because mm -hmm. when you mm -hmm. get to that class, you've been through the carts, you've been through the Formula three, the Formula mm -hmm. two, mm -hmm. the Formula mm -hmm. one, 
you i mean you know you, you've been through your racing uh, classes and to get there it's amazing right and then you see these people that like you were saying like these kids that get there but don't have the either the car because that's the other thing when you're young you probably maybe don't get into the best speed except for if you're leclerc now leclerc got into ferrari yeah, right? exactly. that's amazing yeah, yeah. right and he's got he's yeah. the only one that has ever gotten a five-year contract that's never happened in the formula One. and he's the youngest ferrari driver ever right exactly i think he's the youngest driver and what do you think about him i think when you see him like uh, I, I can only take what they show on netflix so it's not really you don't really have can have a real opinion on the dude but he looks quite sympathetic and quite like a, a easygoing dude like some are some are like tough like those finnish dudes like, i just i just have mixed feelings about the drivers because yeah they're amazing they're fantastic they do these amazing incredible things but some of them are just gosh darn arrogant but on the other hand if you weren't freaking arrogant you couldn't do that true 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 right? true and uh, well let's uh, let's say young people let's say arrogance let's say arrogance i know no, i hear you i hear you. and i think a lot i think uh let me put this i look at them and i think the same thing i say boy that guy's a little arrogant right but then I look at their yeah. at their watch, right? And the kid, you know, we're talking about kids, mm -hmm. you know, Albon or whatever they're yeah. yeah, yeah, And and you look at their and you look at their arm and they got a two hundred thousand dollar watch on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And okay. and then you think Okay. Okay, so that guy has on his arm more than I own and and my wife own together. You know what I'm saying? Just on his arm. Yeah, but but then uh, but so, okay, let's go back. Mm -hmm. I'm back to the wisdom again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they have this. They're making it. They they won a title. They're not mm -hmm. afraid. Mm -hmm. They're young. They're crazy. They're successful. Mm -hmm. But just like that Alex guy or some of the other ones that they suddenly took off the team, mm -hmm. it can be over in in a heartbeat. But the wise, the older ones, they can cope more with that. Like they have a family. They know that everything's not eternal and. You know, you have more of a perspective on life in, in, in these young guys. It's like all or nothing, and then or it's just over. But like I, the but way I, they see it. but if I was the team owner, you know, mm -hmm. it would be hard for me to decide to say, do I want that guy that doesn't have the family and does not, let's call it settled down and has still got the eye of the tiger. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. that eye of the tiger is an extra tenth, an extra, you know, an extra uh, tenth on a round. You know what I mean? It might be a little bit, but even sometimes. Mm -hmm that little bit of extra not fear that non-fear moment you know what i mean no fear there's stickers mm -hmm. you see no fear right i think mm -hmm. i think that's what it comes down to and it, i don't know that i wouldn't want that in my driver i would i definitely yeah, want I the kid so, that, yeah. that goes over the border even though sometimes you see like um give you an example nico rosbeck was a racer well, excuse me paul yeah. i have to stop one second mm -hmm. sure one second okay you have to cut this part out okay, okay sure um oh no no with Linda. Okay. No, she, start, hold on. I need to send a text here. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I, no, I just sent it. She thought I called. No, didn't call. Okay. It's all good. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, okay. Now that's the drivers, right? We mm -hmm. could just go on and on about the drivers. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> so they show their families, they show their, um, Hobbies. I think they show the families that much, but they show their hobbies, how they relax, mm -hmm. and some of them come from amazing, you know, rich par rich parents or successful parents that, that got them, that got them into the racing or that sponsor, mm -hmm. you know, team mm -hmm. and get their kid on mm -hmm. that on that track. Mm -hmm. Some, although not at all, some are just. 
Okafor for the guy from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, Sergio was a Sergio Perez. Perez, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Carlos Sainz, oh my gosh, his dad was so successful. Mm-hmm. He was a racer, racing mm-hmm. driver, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Vietnam, uh, Albon, the guy who, who, you know, completely, his mom was even in jail. Exactly. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So they all come from so, different backgrounds. It's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So that's one thing. That's just the drivers, okay? Mm-hmm. And this year, in the real Formula One, I'm completely confused. I didn't watch it. I don't get it. I have to, I have to study and see what's happening. So the names of the drivers have changed. The, um, the drivers have changed. The names of the teams have changed. The sponsors have changed. So I'm very con- confused. You talked about you're talking about the 2021 season. Yes. Okay. So the, okay, in yeah. real life. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. I'm still in the past right now. Okay, okay. Well, well, it's good. We're gonna we're gonna get you there. We're gonna get you then. But you have to be caught up by the time we get to the race in Austria that we're gonna go see. I was telling people that we might we might actually try to do that if COVID per, COVID permitting. Yeah, is that? Yeah, like I said, there's a little. Um, we have to see the obstacles about wheelchairs and things pushing me around and so forth. So we we have to study that. But okay, so let's get back to the next thing is. What do you call the guys, the heads of the teams, not CEOs? What are they? What are they? What do you call them? <laughs> I would know in German, the team leader. I don't know. Team leader. Is that the, the team leader? Is the that, team leader. That's a little low. That's a low title, if you ask me. There seems like they're way more than that. Uh, let's see here. Team leader English. Team leader. That's what they say. And then what yeah, about? Team in, leader would be English, but I just don't know. Let's see F one. Do they change in F1? Teamleitung. So I'm just going to type in Toto Wolf. I'm going to see who, what is he? If I just type in Toto Wolf, and he is the... Well, Toto Wolf is... He's an an investor. He's also an investor. I was just going to tell you, he's not only just a team leader, he's also, I think, 50% owner or something like that. See, So, so there's way more than just... Yeah. So anyway, these guys, let's say the the team owners, let's say, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. team owners and, and leaders, mm-hmm. each one of them is like amazing. It, like if there is, for me, it's just spell, spell binding. It's mm-hmm. just incredible mm-hmm. to, to see how they operate, how they talk, how they uh, manage stress, how they manage these losing 50 million in a second, how they deal with it, how they deal with uh, being responsible to their sponsors. Well, can I tell you about that? Can I tell you about yeah. that? Because that is the Netflix all access part. You have to imagine, I've been watching Formula One for 20 years. Those yeah. things I've heard that were said inside of these, inside on these uh, documentaries. In the meetings. In the meetings yeah, and what they talk. And when you yeah. see them get out of the car and they have, you, you, you hear him talk right after him, after something happens, he crashes into the wall, whatever. He gets out and goes to talk to the actual team owner. Yes. And you get to hear mm-hmm. what he says. And the guy is saying, oh, mm-hmm. screw this, mm-hmm. screw this. I can't believe it. You guys are dumb. I have mm-hmm. never heard that in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever, never, ever heard anything like but that. But on the other hand, I mean, but that let's say that was one of the rare ones. Because usually mm-hmm. these guys are amazing the way they cope with these things that happen. And generally they were like pretty cool, calm and collected if you think what was happening. I mean, yeah, when they won the championships, the whole team jumped up and down, and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But what they deal with on a, on a second-by-second basis, right, what's happening in the race, what's happening in the pit stop, 
what's happening with the sponsors and, and everything that's coming at them, mm -hmm. that's some pressure that you cannot even imagine. Yes, yes. Right? But that's but that's yeah. why they have these $250,000 watches on and houses like you can't believe and yachts <laughs> and stuff because that's yeah, what but they it's have not to do. Just that. No, no, but it comes with no, it comes it comes with the territory, high pressure, you know, that they they're basically all or nothing. If you don't if you don't if you don't win there you're losing. It's not about I can be a little bit in between yeah. and all this. No, if you're not winning, you're losing, and if you're losing, you're out. You know what I mean? And so it only takes a little bit but until these people state, get kicked out. <coughs> some stayed longer than they should. Like some stayed even when the team was completely losing in 13th position, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's the part I don't know. Like Haas, yeah, the Haas team, mm -hmm. like they've been losing since forever, right? And mm -hmm. so, but the guy always stayed. So. Just like you said, they all must also be in, be investors, right? Of course, I think so, they bring something. Like I know who you mean, the Dutch guy there. I forgot his name. The, yeah, the Dutch I, guy. I Magnussen was it? Magnussen? No, Magnussen is the driver of of, of a Haas. Haas. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was yeah. it. Wasn't that the guy that stayed there for Gunta. years? Gunter. Gunter, the team owner, the team leader guy. Oh, him. Yeah. What Gunter. about him? His name is Gunter Steiner. Genau, Gunter Steiner. Yeah, Genau Haas. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Um. He should have been let go a long time ago, but like I said, why wasn't he? Because maybe he was also a, a team owner. Oh, for sure, for sure. Every time he's always apologizing to the to the sponsors and always said it's going to be better next time. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. bad and blah blah blah. Well, I don't understand why did why does he stay in that position? That was a mystery to me. Well, I don't know. I, that's a whole weird dynamic, and I don't know the Haas team. That's an American team. I think it's Tommy Haas. But I was going to root for Haas. I was excited. I was going to root for us when I discovered there was such a thing until I thought, well, they're not doing so well. Me's a fan, a bad fan, Moody. I was going to get on my American flag until season three. I said, boy, these guys are losers. Well, see, I'll give you an example. I had the same idea with the Italian driver. There's a guy called Giovinazzi, right? This year. Yeah, I saw the last season three. Uh huh. And that was 2020. Exactly. You're well informed, Moody. And um, I was going to be like, okay, so I'm going to root for this guy because he's the only Italian on the grid, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, and, yes. But, yes, But then I saw him race and I was like, okay, he's all right, you know what I mean? But he's 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 <laughs> yeah, no yeah. Sergio Perez or Carlos Sainz, you know what I mean? I didn't, uh, yeah, or yeah, even yeah. a Leclerc that for impressed? that matter. I mean, I've been seeing some good yeah, racing from this kid. Impressed, you know? But it was sad. It was very sad. It was sad. You'd expect some more bite, some more fire or something. Exactly, you know I mean? yes. And, yet and I'm just sad about Ferrari in general. It just breaks my heart. I'm just heartbroken. Well, I'm going to love this whole thing. I'm in discussions with my mom of all people about Formula One. I tell people you're a good friend of mine, but I didn't know you were going to like Formula One one day. That was weird. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, well let's, do, well, let's go back and start with the teams. Okay. okay? okay. Start with the teams. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the first thing, the first say they started with this, the middle felt, mm -hmm. what do you call the midfield, midfield right. mm -hmm. cars, right? And they did, and every race, Ferrari and Mercedes were just always ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, just mm -hmm. and then and then they show third and fourth and mm -hmm. fifth and sixth, and that's how it starts in season one, right? Mm -hmm. In season two, all of a sudden, you see Ferrari, right. you see Mercedes, right. and so forth. Yeah, right. but everybody knows uh, see the, this whole Netflix baloney that Hamilton is at the front. They don't right. need to show him because he's always number one. Right. He, he wins. <laughs> Parks his car. That's it. He figured it out, man. This is so. This is so amazing. It's. Uh, I can't wait till Walter listens to this one because he's gonna be like, "Yes, the woman knows what she's talking about." Yeah. And and then Ferrari, so so. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yeah, so, and then I think in three, they start with Hamilton and Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. his story and so mm -hmm. forth. But just when you see, I get the chill bumps, I get the chill bumps. Mm -hmm. When you see how, how Mercedes, I mean, okay, let's go back. When you see the whole Mercedes operation, let's put it like that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or even the Ferrari operation, which I'm less impressed by recently, mm -hmm. it's just incredible. Like, just the whole, it's like a, an orchestra, a finely tuned orchestra, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. that guy gets in the car, mm -hmm. he wins the race, mm -hmm. he's like, and you can see his driving style the few times that they showed Hamilton, mm -hmm. right? Or, or Pedro, for example. Uh -huh. You can see that the cars are just faster and the driving yes. styles are just better. Yes. It's just like, it's yes. just like you can see that, you can yes. feel that, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually literally see it, yes. Yeah, yeah you can, because you, you're seeing the actual footage, the yeah, road, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The course, right? You're seeing them drive it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like a, like a walk in the park. Exactly, he's flying it's up on you. He's just flying by, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then, then they talk about the other teams, but not always, but let's say in general. Mm -hmm. Then there were some things where they showed they weren't so hot, or mm -hmm. Pedro messing up a lot and mm -hmm. so forth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but that total, okay, so let's start with the team. So the teams, Mercedes and Ferrari, you know, right? Mm -hmm. But Ferrari is so sad because things are going bad and they're Ferrari. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are Ferrari. When you say the word Ferrari, you know, right? Yeah, of course, it comes to mind, I mean, right? Because, Everybody yes. knows, the world well, knows, right? Yes. Exactly. But and up until recently, it seems like they were, what do you say? They were defending their, their, their name, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like Ferrari was Ferrari mm -hmm. and even with Federal, but now things are like worse. But <laughs> so then you get to the other teams and the other drivers, <clears throat> excuse me, of course, Renault and um, Red Bull. And now this point one has become Austin Martin. I'm so confused, but that's mm -hmm. now. That's for mm -hmm. 2021. But yeah, I'll let um, you know. Everybody's confused because Aston Martin now has a Mercedes engine, and everybody's yeah. like, "Okay, so what do you guys do at Aston Martin? You, you take car cars that other people build and put an engine that other people? Build? It's well, confusing. It's confusing. No, but Red Bull has a Honda engine, and so does uh, two. Two of them have Honda engines. Yeah, Red but both. Bull but Red yeah. Bull makes a drink, which is fine, yes. right? So they got to pick an engine. They don't have. They oh, don't I have an in-house yeah. engine. And yeah, okay. And but imagine Renault was racing yeah. with. I don't know, a Fiat engine. You'd be like, wait, but yeah, you're Renault. Why do you, you're Aston Martin. You're famous in the racing world. You're yeah. a racing car, yeah, 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 yeah. but you have a yeah. Mercedes engine. If I got it right, now yes. I'm no expert, but that's what I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. It's confusing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then Aston Martin is representing two teams because you got the, you got the, now the Aston Martin team, which was the point one, I guess they, exactly. they invested more money. Exactly. But there's another team. Is it Torre Rosso with Aston, Aston Martin or it's the, there's one other one that is also Aston Martin because they have it on their, uh, maybe it's Red Bull and Aston Martin. I can't remember. I'm trying not to, I'll have to check in. I'll have to check they're in. involved in another team too. So that gets also confusing. Mm -hmm. How many teams do you invest in and how does that work? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah, it's, that's, that's all quite, and they're always looking for sponsors, looking for money, looking for, you know, ways to, to you stay know, in business. Yeah, yeah. Stay, yeah, stay yeah. in business. Stay basically. raising. Yeah. Keep them raising. Yeah, yeah. stay yeah. racing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, the Toto Wolf from Mercedes, he's just like incredible. He's pretty good. He's just, just uh, he's, to me, he's kind of like a god. If, if, <laughs> if, if, if I was like, a, if I was a chick, I'd probably think he was hot. Yeah. I don't know why. I'd probably be like, oh, that guy's, he's, he's got a, like a problem. 
He's got... the second club, the guy who just stands there and he's like just like the king of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm it. I'm the bomb. Yeah. I'm I'm Mercedes. You yeah, know. Yeah. And yeah. Then you see the the whole organization that they have. I don't know how many. He's a thousand so many employees and everything runs like like clockwork and they just don't mess around and it's just like. Oh. It's what it's no. like. It's like in the movies. I'll tell you why. Because yeah, that's how it is in the movies. You know, you got Darth Vader. He's cool and looks nice. He's got the cool. <laughs> they got the cool spaceships, but they're the bad guys. You know what I mean? That's how I always uh -huh, looked at Mercedes. Uh -huh. You know, uh -huh, and uh -huh. I think they look at themselves that way too sometimes. Because after you win for six consecutive years or whatever the constructors championship, there's yeah. nobody they can, yeah, yeah. nobody can get in their way. You know what I mean? And so of course Toto Wolff thinks. Well, there's there's a danger to that, of course, and. But actually, you actually he's pretty humble. Oh, it's very humble. I think for a for lot what of he is. Even the even the Red Bull guy, like. But the but the funniest thing is like, one car smashes of the other team, right? Mm -hmm. And they they turn the cameras on Mercedes guy mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. the head of the Red Bull, the guy mm -hmm. I don't know his name, mm -hmm. and they have a little smile, a little smirk <laughs> on their face. <laughs> <laughs> they're staying cool right they're not being like oh yes they're not they're not putting their fists up in the air right and saying oh cool the other guy no, smashed no, no. he lost the no, race no, no, no. it's a slight little smirk or a smile or a wink to somebody else or something yeah it's incredible okay yeah. but i like i'll tell you who i like the best mm -hmm. i decided zach zach what is his name zach i wrote it down from mclaren he's my favorite he's an american guy Oh wait, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little chubby, little chubby guy. Wait, oh. and he's he's cool. He's Zach. Zach has like a common name like Zach Brown or Zach. I wrote it down here, Zach somebody. No, and on. he's really my favorite. He's he's humble, he's honest, he's straightforward, he's cool, and he's American. <laughs> <laughs> Is that crazy just to say? No, know. no, no, no. Okay. Let me yeah. see. Wait, I'm gonna see what name is. Zach, name. Zach, he's the head of McLaren. He's the yeah, McLaren guy. I wrote it down, Zach. I have it. I can't find it where it is. Uh, nothing he, comes to mind when I think of um. For is it McLaren? Yeah, McLaren, McLaren. Uh huh. He's the head of McLaren. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 wait, wait. You're talking about the boss, like the team yeah, owner. Yeah, the boss. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, sorry, boss. sorry. You lost me there. No, no, no. I was yeah, yeah. thinking I was thinking about the, the racer. Oh, no, 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 no. no. The, oh, so okay. the racers we have, now it's Norris. You know, Norris? I don't know, I don't know who it was before. We had, uh, let's see, for McLaren. Oh, God. Mom, yeah, the kid is 19. Fine. The kid is 19. What? That Norris, that Norris dude. If you see him, yeah, I just uh -huh. watched that interview with him uh, yesterday. He still got his pimples, you know those pimples that the producer's gonna get. Yeah, soon? yeah. Uh -huh. He still got them, and he's racing uh -huh. those that, that million, twenty million dollar, fifty million, hundred million dollar car around that track. So, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, I don't even know how. I, I, I don't even know how. I'm just like this thing about youth. It just bothers me that they're just so young and then they're doing this and they're just oh my gosh. I'll tell you what that is. That's the mom in what? you. That's the mom in yeah, you. You can't get the is. mom out yeah. of the. You can take the yeah, mom out of the race, but you can't get the race out of the mom. Yes, I just made that up. Yes. I don't know if that even makes sense. Whatever, <laughs> you know and what I mean. Show the, yeah, when they show the races and they show the, um, they they always flash to the mom, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Sitting and yeah, standing yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, 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 it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yes, yes. Oh but, my gosh. But that's another thing um, Netflix did very well. 
like that I've never seen. You know, like watching the Formula One for all those years. I never yeah. saw I never saw Etel go from the racer to the to the pit crew to the mom. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's pretty that's pretty all access if you ask me. And so I was telling people that listening to the podcast to say, Thank you, Netflix, for getting my mom on board. You know what I mean? They converted her and it needed it needed this Netflix show. The Formula One deserves it because it is quite how the Italians say fascinante. That's just man like Fascinating. Yeah, you know? fascinating, fascinating. Yeah. So. Yeah, sorry, I'm back on that thing. The guy's the guy's name is Zach Brown. He's my absolute favorite. He's the head of he's in the leadership team. I looked it up mm -hmm. online. He's in the leadership team of um McLaren. McLaren. Mm -hmm. And McLaren is I think third now, third or fourth. They're looking they're good, good this year. They're looking, they're looking good. good. Yeah, I think I'm gonna root for McLaren. You think you're gonna root for McLaren? I'm gonna root for McLaren, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like Ricciardo. Is it Ricciardo? Yeah, is, yeah. is Danny Ricciardo he's he's Yeah. He's a cool dude. I like the way he's always making jokes and he's lighthearted. Yeah. But I was going to yeah. tell you about that. You know, what about it? It, I'm going to say something very, I don't know, gruesome. It's gruesome. Uh -oh. But, you know, when these drivers all basically can die and you, they showed you the one there where the kid died in the Formula 2 race. Though. Yeah, there were two. There were one near death and one, well, one, one Formula 1 driver that mm. burned, the mm. car burned mm. and one Formula 2 that, that died. That passed away, right. And, And, and um, when I when, now now I lost my I lost my train of thought because I went off and I actually thought about the poor kid dying. That was that 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 blocked my brain. There's some thoughts that are bigger and they just block whatever you're thinking about. But um, oh gosh, I too bad. I was gonna, I don't know what I was saying. Oh no, Ricardo, Ricardo. Yeah, Daniel Ricardo. Danny Ricardo. Yeah, okay, exactly. And I was gonna say, oh, now I remember. No, no. What I was gonna say is. If now something happens, because I watched the series, right? He's he's a he's this sympathetic young, I guess good looking. You, you could say likable, likable, He's very likable dude, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. I know this sounds gruesome, but these likable people, when they have an accident, it's way worse for some reason when it's a likable dude than if it was this guy you hated anyway. Well, you, know you might I mean? want to say maybe, yeah, maybe he has like more fans or something. Oh, I don't know what that is. I mean, let me put it this way. I'll give you an example. Let's say, let's say this guy Mazepin, this Russian dude, right? That the, this is driving this yeah, year. Yeah. I've seen a few things about him. Mm -hmm. He's cold. He's not so nice. Yeah, I don't think he has much of a personality, but I could be wrong, right? Now, if this guy was to have an accident, I'd obviously be hurt. And it would, you know, it'd be like, oh, my God, I'm a young kid. And so, like, every, you never want to lose anybody. You never want to lose them in a sport and while I'm watching it, especially. You know what I mean? That's not what I go to watch it for. But if it were to happen, let's knock on wood, I'd rather somehow it happened to these ugly kids or ugly drivers that were didn't, you know, like, I'll never forget. back. In you the mean ugly, ugly as, in, ugly as in mean or arrogant. Exactly. Ugly as in mean or arrogant. Like, let's say like this. Uh -huh. Let's knock on wood. Let's knock on wood. Very hard. Yes. But let's say Hamilton yeah. smashes his car and maybe breaks his leg. You know what I mean? Let's mm -hmm. say I, I would be sad and say it was horrible. But if that happens to Ricciardo or Giovinazzi or even for this, 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 this kid that a Thai, that Thai kid, maybe uh, Alban. Uh, Alex Alban. Exactly. Or Leclerc. You know what I mean? All these kids, they seem I've, the Germans say I've put them in my heart. I've, I've, I have the insights geschlossen, Germans say. You know? Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah. And I think that's why sometimes you have races where you're going to. You're gonna root for him, and sometimes you're not gonna root for him. You know what I mean? And and 
if something happens to them, because these kids all potentially are dead, ma. I have to tell you. It's yeah, one, it's just like, yeah, no, it's just... But it, it's just thinking you have to deal with the fact that you're watching a sport. It's kind of... Well, no, it just blows your mind. You can't, you almost, you just can't think about it. Well, they, I'm Catholic, right? Right. And, and, or at least I was, I was brought up to be Catholic or whatever. Right. Let's mm -hmm. say when I was talking about the Formula One, when I was in, in my boarding school, it was a bunch of priests, right? They were mm -hmm. telling us, well, those are mentors. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say now they call them mentors, but the, back in the day, it was just mm -hmm. my guy, the kid, the dude watching me, you know what I mean? And we'd have mm -hmm. questions for him and things like that. But, and one time we got on the subject of Formula One and this one priest told me that it was a cardinal sin, the race. Oh, I said, no, okay. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. And so he told, he explained it to me. He said, there are a mm -hmm. few sins that the Pope, there, there's some popes like there's the seven, the, the sins that are like on the Ten Commandments, right? Where you don't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, don't steal, don't lie, do whatever. The Ten Commandments. Those are the actual ones that whenever you go against those, you're sinning. That's a hard sin. Mm -hmm. But there's these other ones. There's like, I don't know if they're called cardinal sins or something like that, but there's 13 of them, he told me. I still remember. I don't remember because I was 12 when he told me all this. It's like a while back. <laughs> but but um, he, basically, he basically explained to me that this was kind of like committing suicide. And suicide was one of the main sins because you shall sins, not kill. Yeah. Right? It's a commandment. Mm -hmm. You shall not kill. And even yourself. So you get the same rating by God, let's say, let's call it a rating or whatever for a mm -hmm. sin, but for killing yourself, then killing someone else. Right. And so, well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. and they say that racing potentially puts you in a place where you could be killing yourself. Well, like when they had the, the point one or one point where the pink guys mm -hmm. from India, mm -hmm. what is it called? Force one, force, force one. one. Mm -hmm. When they had the, when they, when they made, they got the new owner and they changed the name, mm -hmm. and it says that they took the design from Mercedes, right? Mm -hmm. But it was never proven. They let him go with it. Mm -hmm. They let him use it. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, they when they were talking about it, they said they basically put a rocket. Is it in the back or the front? In the back, mm -hmm. I guess, where, mm -hmm. the, where the engine is. Mm -hmm. They basically put these guys on a rocket, <laughs> right? On a on a rocket <laughs> rocket engine. Mm -hmm. yeah? And so they're just like in the, they're just like in a deadly rocket when they're when they sit in the car. Yes, yes, they all are, ma. They all are, Moody. That's so it's amazing, and that's why I'm so happy we got you into the sport. And that's why I'm happy we're gonna go watch a race this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Like I said, I I know the sound where you sit there and it's so loud and brum brum brum. I'm, I'm familiar with that, right? Mm -hmm. But I think um, this Netflix just gives you gives you just so much more insight into the the whole workings of it all right well and, and the, the nice thing about it is when you get into this sport there's especially if you get in late like i got in late you know what i mean like in my life i started watching formula one let's say in the 90s right but at that time by that time there was already a history a 50 year old history of formula one so if you got mm -hmm. into it it was kind of like oh wait now i have all these races i can go watch and i go oh wait this guy's this guy's dad fittipaldi has a son and fittipaldi now races and oh oh wait now wait this is Jill Villeneuve that got killed in Canada in a race or something. And mm -hmm. now Jacques Villeneuve is racing in the Formula wow, One okay. as his dad was racing. And he's going to win the track his dad burned up on and mm -hmm. things like that. You know what I mean? Oh, my and God. It's just like when that's you get too much. Yeah. When you, too much. Yeah. When you get into it, you really get into it. And that's what I think is is cool about the sports. And I guess that's why people like sports, not really just for the, 
you know people watch soccer right let's say you watch soccer. you don't just watch it for the goals in the game you probably watch it because then you're gonna go buy the newspaper and read about messi and read about messi's hobbies and what if he bought a new car and what he's doing it becomes like this whole world of uh um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that you enter well, now, you know let me ask you a question mm -hmm. so okay they develop uh well even mclaren there's or, or williams they're a small company it shows them how they have to make produce their own parts for the car mm -hmm. and so forth okay but so with this making of the cars and 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 the technology and so forth is there any benefit to society like when they make an engine is it like okay gosh we're going to use this on our next series of cars that we produce in the factory okay, is well, there any benefit to the formula one as in technology well that's the best question i've ever heard asked about motorsport motorsport and yes the answer is yes and i'll give you a few examples okay. give you a few examples all the technology that's gone into things like you know the abs anti-blockier system that when you put on your brakes your tires don't lock up so you go skidding into the wall Mm -hmm. That was invented in the Formula One. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or traction control. You know how mm -hmm. when you go into a curve, the newer cars have something called ERS or ESP. And it's basically a system that even though you're going through the curve faster than you should be, the car recognizes it and mm -hmm. pulls on the brakes for you, even though you're not doing it yourself. It breaks certain tires. Mm -hmm. And that comes from racing? That comes from racing. Okay. If I'm not mistaken... Some of the airbag technology, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken, mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. comes from there. But I'm not mm -hmm. sure about the airbag. I'd be lying. I think it was Mercedes that did it. But there's well, that would be good something to to learn about. I think that's interesting. There's a lot <laughs> that comes from from motorsports, and especially along other classes. Like now, Formula One, of course, is the one where you go the fastest. But there's other DTM and there's other classes where a lot of things started out special like a doppelschaltungsgetriebe i forgot what that is in english there's, i don't know what that is in english uh, it's some kind of a, a shifting system that mm. um is way faster you know what i mean and now okay. all cars have it like oh, normal okay. cars have it now you know they all have a dsg mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. dsg something is. about shifting exactly shifting look it gear, up people shifting the gears okay it's it's it's, it's a okay, shift well, after... mm -hmm. okay so now mm -hmm. two comments mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is kind of getting a little too okay. Netflix shows the drivers, they show the team leaders, they show all this stuff. But what I think would be interesting, but there's not enough time or filming or money or mm -hmm. anything, would to be would be to, well, they partially showed the teams, which mm -hmm. is interesting. You know, all those guys standing there jumping up and down when they actually mm -hmm. win. I mean, all that they're involved in, the guys in the pit stop, they show, uh, they show them a little bit. And the guys involved in making the cars and so forth. Mm -hmm. But what I guess what they didn't even talk about at all, mm -hmm. moving the whole the whole shebang from one country to another within a few days, <laughs> the whole operation that's like mind boggling. You can't even imagine something like that. And right? and and wait until you actually go and see them, Muri. We're gonna take you there. We're gonna we're gonna push you with your wheelchair right up to the paddock, music, and I'm gonna show you those yes. trucks, and you're gonna see. The logistics of it, what has to go around, like you're saying, they take like I don't know, a village of people and things. Mm, yeah, I and can they, imagine. And they move them to the next station, to Hungary, to Spain, to whatever. You know, what I mean? mm -hmm. you're right. And, and what I'm most amazed about, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's you that pick up on these things or if it's Netflix that put them into like showed them very well. I'm, I, 
like or now that you're i think it's more you reflecting on what you've seen i think that's what it is because like now this they didn't really show you like they said on netflix the fact that they have to move a town every time they go you know what i mean with 14 yeah, trucks or yeah. two trucks or two, I mean, whatever it is right and and yet you you've put that thought process into it and that just shows me that i don't know you're either smart or you're very receptive on these kind of things which which is weird because i always connected these kind of things more to as they say men domaine, you know but of course there's millions of women that watch formula one and they go to races all over the world that's not what i'm well, saying i spent my life with my dad working working on cars and buying cars and antique cars and fixing cars and so forth mm -hmm. but i have another i have another comment okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay um before i retired i used to teach english mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um one of my students was i can't say he worked for a, the company, the yellow drivers. I don't want to say any names, but mm -hmm. the yellow guys. And um, wait, I'm the, slow, Muri. He worked for wait, a company. Wait, wait, wait. The yellow wait. guys. Opel merged. Opel merged with Renault, or did they merge with a French company? I forgot. They merged with a French company recently, uh -huh, last year. Uh, uh, PSA. I think okay. it's all PSA now. It's all PSA now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so one of my students <clears throat> was a a guy. Who was involved in the in the making of the parts, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he was uh, he was one of the leaders of the pro the projects, right? Mm -hmm. And they would have like one guy, mm -hmm. okay, one guy that would spend a whole year designing one screw, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. like and testing that screw mm -hmm. and designing that thing mm -hmm. and reviewing that piece mm -hmm. and the team looking at the piece mm -hmm. and putting it into the part and trying it out. It's like this process, because they show like Williams, they say they have to make their own parts and mm -hmm. it's a big deal mm -hmm. and so forth and getting making the cars every season, right? Mm -hmm. But there's no way they can, can show what actually goes into the making of the pieces of the tiny parts yes. of those cars. Yes. And like, and not only Teams that, that work on a screw exactly you know? but but not only that like you were saying the the precision they're the highest precision they use the highest precision tools for the highest precision cars you can make right now like yeah because when you get in that thing and if it doesn't run you're dead well, well not only that because they're trying to get to the pinnacle of the every team is trying yeah. to make the lightest screw, mm -hmm. the best screw, the most mm -hmm. reliable screw, the screw that's mm -hmm. gonna get them that little bit of light of weight less versus my other competitor you know what i mean and so they're, uh -huh. they're just and, and more than that also new technology like you said like new inventions new ways of doing i don't i know nothing about the insides of a car right. so i can't tell you sure 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 right? but, but you're right and that, I, that's why i like the question about like does this have any outcome on humanity have we ever gotten anything out of this and the answer is yeah. yes and just like things yeah. have been invented to go to space that we still use today you know microwaves velcro whatever yeah. there's lots of things that have been invented for space travel same with the with the cars and i don't know if it justifies the the racing like you were talking about you know probably not. climate and and that kind of thing and the waste that probably we probably not all the millions they throw away yeah and the tires cost not. forty thousand a set let's and then, then they end up in the ocean or whatever you know what i mean so but yes. but let's say let's say and this is where and this is where i think it's important to keep it in perspective we're also the inhabitants of this planet and we do want to have to stay happy and keep living on it you know what i mean and i think the romans already understood that you have to give the people brot und spiele panem et circenses 
uh, <laughs> bread and games. Okay, bread and games. All right. You know, and if you don't give them bread and games to watch and do okay. something, your population yeah. can't thrive, can't go to the next level, can't figure out. Well, the that's next... something I never ever thought about in my whole life. Oh, really? Gotta say, never ever, not well, one second did I think about that. Well, cool. it's, it's 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 true because that's what's keeping us going on this planet. It's this big thing life that we call life, right? And then we have a reason to get up in the morning and say, "I want to become a Formula One driver." Now that if that guy didn't exist racing in the in the, in a circle, Leclerc didn't exist driving for Ferrari right now. Thousands of kids wouldn't get up in the morning and think, "You know, Mama, I want to become like Leclerc one day." You know what I mean? And that gives me a good feeling inside. That makes me like, oh. So I don't know why, because it's stupid. As we said, it's stupid to waste the gas to go in a circle. Why doesn't he get up and wish I want to save the world and save the plastic yeah. out of the ocean? Right. You would say, yes. Right? And let's save this. Let's save the refugees that, that really um, are not worried about the, the tires falling off of the. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of Formula course. One cars. Yes. I mean, everything. I don't know. You can look at everything different ways, of course. Right. Right. But then you but, get back to that thing where you say, let's keep him happy. The doctor that's going to save the kid also wants to have a weekend. And on that maybe weekend, he wants to recharge his battery by watching idiots race in a circle. And on Monday, he's going to go do mm -hmm. some heart operations and operate on some brains and save lives. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. he's recharged his mm -hmm. batteries while he was watching the Spa Franco Champs race of 2021. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Another guy might watch, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> another guy might be watching some tennis. Another okay. guy might be playing, watching some yeah. soccer. So I think it, that's how the Germans... And that's that, another thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, what? What, what the other thing? I was just going to say, and that's another thing that, that you don't realize when they show this Netflix thing, mm -hmm. that, like they race so hard and it's so incredibly um, difficult and takes so much out of them, right, mm -hmm. and everything. And then it shows them when they have two days off and they try to relax with golf or, and they're always doing some other sport or something, how, how gosh, how almost desperate they are not to think about the racing or to relax or... Mm -hmm do mm -hmm. something different mm -hmm. right it's just the incredible pressure on these guys it's just like oh. hey why don't we have any women which women and the and the and the What's up with that uh, there is a race there's a woman right now she's racing a colombian lady i was listening to her about about her yesterday she's racing in the formula two i okay. forgot her name unfortunately my ma my name memory is really bad that's why I always I'm ashamed when I do the podcast because I can't remember any of the name people I'm talking about. I wrote that's... I wrote some of them down because I'm as bad as you are. <coughs> that's cool. Um, but I'll tell you next podcast what the racing lady is. Oh, There's okay. a lady at, right now in 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 motorsports, and I'll tell you who she well, is. Well, I'm going to root for her, whoever she is. I like I was I told Anke I told Anke yesterday there was a reporter on her on YouTube as so I was watching it. I said Anke, you know what? I think all race race drivers should be women. <laughs> and, and and she said, "Why? I guess they look better." And she laughed so hard. <laughs> but but I like but some of the uh, race drivers are really handsome too. I gotta say. Well, that's what she said. She said, "Oh, there's there's some guys that look good, and uh, there's yeah, some racers that are handsome." Most handsome one is Carlos Sainz. Okay. Carlos Sainz is handsome. Yes, he is. Sainz uh, is handsome. Yes, yes. And could be my grandson. He could be a grandson. And, and, uh, let's see who else. I don't know. Um, oh, Gasly. He's just a little kid. No, there's but, not. There's um, not. I was can't think of no, the little ones. Yet. I was telling Anka, there's not many um, uh, good-looking racers this year. 
Giovinazzi's all right. He's no big thing. He's no handsome. Yeah. Ricciardo's no. got a little big nose. He's, but he's cute. He's yeah, a cute but he's, dude. I mean, he's, he's cute. His personality is great. He's super cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, I'd hang out with him. Yeah. Um, okay, now a couple more things we got to talk about. One okay. is the fans, the fans, okay? Mm -hmm. when, and this is amazing because they show one place after the other, after the other, after the other. And you're looking at this. You're, it's not just one race like when you watch TV, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you're getting this feeling in Bahrain or mm -hmm. when you're in Australia or mm -hmm. when you're in America. So you actually like, you get the feeling, you, you think maybe you get the feeling mm -hmm. of how it must be there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'd say the craziest fans are Australia and America. Yeah. They're like the, the absolute crazy craziness. Yes, but the right? most passionate and I've felt yeah. it in my own body, is if you've ever, and I've experienced it, a Ferrari win in Italy. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you feel that, what happens when they win? But of course, I could argue it's probably the same if you were in Silverstone or in Brazil and the Brazilian driver wins. You know what I mean? I think it's that when the home driver wins, I, don't, I guess I don't care where you are. If, if you're in Mexico and Perez wins, you know what happens? Yeah. The people lose yeah. their mind, ma. They lose their mind. They go nuts. It's not like when, when they just win a race. When you're when your your countryman wins, and you're yeah, at the course. race and you're seeing it happen, it's pretty incredible. But it's that's with incredible. every sport, right? That's with every sport, I would imagine. Well, I don't I don't know if the Ferraristi are a particular kind of fan because they they're famous all, all over well, all over I'm the world just... for being very like more into it than all other fans but i could be wrong mm -hmm. that's just mm -hmm. the, the image of the ferraristi is that they're the the most passionate fans and but that's well, got i guess the biggest history of the, of the racing sport and so forth right well they didn't show it on netflix so much because ferrari has been doing bad the past few years yeah As... two times in months it was like horrible yes the two months that i saw it was like sad yes. i just yes. couldn't even imagine yes 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 yeah very yes. sad very sad and then and like... that guy from ferrari you know, I'm, I'm Scuderia, yeah. the guy there, yeah, the cool yeah. guy with the curly hair and yeah. the glasses. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just, I just, you go somewhere in a restaurant, you say, I'm the team leader, owner, or whatever. <laughs> was it Ferrari Scuderia? Yeah. People just like bow, they just like get on their knees, and they go, Oh, yes. Of course, so, of course. Yeah. They say, they say, there's a, there's an Italian saying, Se vinci il campionato con Ferrari, non ti serve più il passaporto, which means, if I can you, imagine. If you win the championship with Ferrari in the world, you don't need the passport on any airport anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, that's just from the Italian part that we... Yeah, we're biased. I'm biased for sure. We're biased. We're definitely biased. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But for sure. I got to say, Mercedes is cool. I like McLaren. I like... Uh, who else is coming up? Williams gave up, right? There's no more Williams, right? Well, I would have wanted to be... I wanted. I would have wanted to be a fan of the... The pink guys, last year's pink guys. Which yeah, is, um, Force India, Force India. Force India, yeah. I thought I like the underdog. I like new teams, and especially new. But now Fettel's wearing pink. Did they change? They changed it. No, the colors are now going to be turquoise. No green, mm -hmm. greenish, greenish, green, racing green, green. Yeah, yeah. And this, I didn't watch the race. I gotta watch a race this year and see what's what's up. I gotta learn. Well, I gotta study things. Next one we'll watch together, Moody. That'll be a, okay. our next plan to watch the next race together, so we can get into the whole Formula One feeling you know what i mean for the 2021 yes. season and so then when we go watch the actual race because i'm 
the more I think about it, the more I really want to do it. I don't care if it's in Germany and Austria or wherever we're going to just so we well, can have something to do. Well, it's going to be hard for me, but it's going to be hard for me. We're going to figure it out, Moody. We're gonna and they're going to say, what is this? What does this old lady want here in a wheelchair? What's up with that? Well, you're going to be like, I'm here to root for Lance Stroll because I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Lance Stroll fan. I got my American flag right here. And just in case he loses, I brought a Mexican flag too. <laughs> and an Italian, of course. We can bring an Italian one. Italian. We'll yeah. just bring a bag of flags, but who cares? Okay, that's Just fine. bring a big, big bag, of Ikea bag full of flags and see what happens. Where we, we Okay, take wait a second. In Austria, it's going to be Red Bull, my friend. Oh, you need a Red Bull flag too. Now oh, my know. God. Of course, yes. of course, of course, of course. Yes, yes. We'll just go whichever. We'll, we'll just bring a bag of flags, and whoever's leading the race will just get out that flag. You know what I mean? Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds fine. What, what's a venda house in English, ma? What's a venda? Oh, a turncoat. <laughs> a turncoat. <laughs> a trader. <laughs> a venda house. I like it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, but I can totally... say I can say, Marie, we're gonna definitely have to expand on the Formula One. We're gonna do another podcast with the Formula One because I got a, um, I just got a call from the social services. They're gonna take my kids away, because uh, I'm not <laughs> tending to. <laughs> I just had the other line call me. It was like, oh, I looked at it and it said, Kid, Jugendamt. I'm like, oh, social service is calling me. What do they want now? And they just sent me a message. Well, but, if I don't tend to my kid and give him some food, wash his feet, and maybe look if he's dressed, <laughs> then they're gonna arrest me. <laughs> but when they put out the um, when we put out this podcast, just put a disclaimer: if you don't like Formula One, don't listen. No, I'm gonna put a disclaimer. Said no children have been harmed on this podcast in the making of this podcast. <laughs> No children have been neglected, especially not <laughs> let the extra video game time, or especially not, not the producer, or not fed, especially not the producer. <laughs> like you said, he just gets extra video time and nobody's watching him. So ah, he loves it. He loves it. He's 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 hoping this podcast will never end. I'll tell you that. So. Well, it was well, a fun okay, podcast. Quick, because I'm tired. Okay, well, it was it was awesome, buddy. This was one of my favorite. Not only podcasts, but things I've done with you in life. So thank you, Woody. That was awesome. I'll always, in fact, I want this to, this podcast to be played at my on my deathbed while I'm dying and <laughs> after so I'm dead. Silly. You just play it. You're at, so silly. At my, at, so stupid. At my uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the edition, Wait, I'm no. losing it. What? I have one more quick question. Mm -hmm. One more quick question, mm -hmm. and we can go. Okay. Where are you going, by what the way? Where are you, you going? What? Where are you going? You said I'm going. To leave. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Where are you going? You're not going anywhere. Don't lie to our listeners. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to do. You're just gonna, nowhere to go. You're just gonna hang up. I heard you. Anyway, <laughs> but one question is, but for a while you weren't into Formula One. What happened? I, I missed all this. I'll tell you. What I'll is this? I'll tell, tell me you. what happened. I'll tell you. The first thing that happened. My favorite driver that I watched for years. Yeah. Michael Schumacher uh, stopped racing, and that was okay. already a thing where I knew. It was an era, and I'd been watching it for years, and it was exciting, mm -hmm. and I rooted for him, and I went. It was like I was along for the ride, and it yeah. was awesome, right? Anybody okay. who experienced it can tell you it was an awesome ride yeah. with Michael Schumacher. It was one of the best things I've ever done, right? As in terms mm -hmm. of following, of, or if I could say even if I was ever a fan of anything. I've never been a fan of Michael Jackson or never had any posters on my walls of any girl. I mean, like, let's be honest. You weren't really such a sportly guy. No, sporty let's be guy. honest. It was not. I didn't have be any... Honest. 
Any... Not like the other kid. No. The other kid who was passionate for a sport for her whole life. No, so. not at all. And so when later in life I discovered that I liked it, yeah. I was quite surprised myself. Okay. And I mean, that's why I'm not so mad that like the producer, he's not much into racing. But my hope is that when he gets older, it might hit him. And I'll tell you, it never hit me until I was like, like I said, instead of racing, still until I started racing on the PC, a simulation, and then I started to mm -hmm. watch it because of Michael Schumacher, because I lived in Germany, I still do live in Germany, and and that was a German racer, and he was up and coming, and he was racing like he was this kid, this 18 year old, this 19 year old. I don't know, I remember how he was a super kid, kid, and like this Alban, imagine like Alban or like this other guy <laughs> Gasly, like these kids, you know what I mean? And, he was and who just, are we talking about? Michael, Michael Schumacher. Schumacher. Michael Schumacher. Yeah, okay, yeah. And he just knocked everybody out. And when this happened, I started to follow the Formula One. And a lot of people did. And mm -hmm. I stayed with it until he kind of got out of it. And he was starting to get slower in the Formula One. And I'll tell you what really uh, put the nail in the coffin, as they say. If that's mm -hmm. how they say I don't know if that's how they say Yeah, in English, yeah, that's how they say <laughs> I like when I say, oh, uh, as they say, but I'm not sure as if actually is that as they say. You know what I mean? We're going to make a book of literal translations. Mm -hmm, Go mm -hmm. ahead. Um, so wait, help me out here, what I was saying. Michael Schumacher, you were watching him, you were following him, and then you were exactly. playing and then, games and, on the PC. And then he got, out, he got out of the sport, and the sport, and the worst thing that happened is they changed the engines. It went okay. from being this amazing noise that I think I can still, you know, like the silence of the lambs where she says, I still hear the mm -hmm. sheep, blah, blah, blah. Well, I still hear that mm -hmm. Formula One sound from Monza. I, I think it was either mm -hmm. the 10, 10 cylinder or the 12 cylinder. I don't remember. But it was this other engine. Now they only have eight or six. I don't I'm not even keeping up with the cylinders anymore because they change them all the time. But okay. the sound mm -hmm. that those old cards produce. You said you get you get goosebumps now with these smaller yeah. with these small engines now when they start them. You should have heard. And people lost their hearing too. Oh, for, well, they still do. They're still loud, but the loudness and the power that came from those old engines is just so incredible that it went from going like to and I and I was like, and they changed it from from this Casa engine sounds to what it is now, and for years I just protested the fact that they'd done that. Like, I'm oh, not going to okay. watch this. They're putting child's engines now, like two classes mm -hmm. under the like Formula 2 engines. You know what I mean? I said, this okay. is supposed to be the Koenig's class, the King's class, and they're using mm -hmm. these small engines. And people, I think a lot of people got a little, like, they lost their interest. Mm -hmm. And what happened now interest, is two okay. things. Two things happened. Why I'm back on board, let's say. Uh, the first thing yeah. is, the first thing is the pandemic. I ain't got much to do. Okay. The other thing is mm -hmm. this Netflix series. Like oh, I, okay, wow. So you're you're like me. I'm like you because all of these kids, right? Gasly, Albon, Leclerc, these um, uh, science, Perez. These guys, they're all new. They're up and coming. And so, if you don't have somebody that kind of takes your hand and guides you into the sport and says, "Look, wait, this Perez, guy, no, but go ahead." But I'm saying, yeah, whatever. Like I'm just saying, I didn't know him. To me, he's new. Yeah. You know what I mean? Perez, to me, is a new name, even though he's been in sports, not for the past 10 years or whatever. But to me, he's new, right? So when I when I saw this, I was like, oh, cool. There's this series that tells me what's happening right now. What's what's Formula One right now? So the, so the point is, mm -hmm. I wonder how many other people in the world are having this, um, what do you call? Epiphany, the, a resurgence. The revelation. Revelation, yes. yes. How many people in the world it, this is also happening to? I'd be 
interested to know how many um, viewers and, and, and feedback on that. So, yeah. Well, we'll see a, a little bit into the season. At some point, we can start getting some stats on what people are doing. Are they watching it or not watching it? You know, and we'll... I'm curious myself because I think Netflix might have just saved the Formula One worldwide. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to. I like. To, I want to keep up. I'm going to keep up with that for sure. And another sad <laughs> thing is that I don't. What I what I think is sad that Netflix never puts out his viewer numbers. Wouldn't it be nice to know that 3.5 million oh, I people know watch that? They that. Don't, but no. You can't know that? You can't know that. We can put that on the next podcast. I'm going to give you some homework, Moody. Please find out if we there's a way to figure view. out we the viewers. To, we got to talk about the engines. We got so much to talk about. So, okay. Okay, so um, we're going we're to have a second episode on Formula One. Mm -hmm. Yes, shout outs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You want to shout out to your a listener in City West? Oh, City West we listener. We call him, we, 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 we call him the Fadi. Can you Secretly. You secretly call Moody him the Moody and the Fadi. So, if uh -huh. if if this secret listener is listening, thank you for your comment on YouTube. We really enjoy comments on YouTube. And if any, anybody goes and checks, you'll see that we don't have many. So, if you post one that just like blows our minds, and we like we dance we and sing for three days. We excited. call each other. We we actually call other people too. So keep posting. <laughs> We're thankful. Uh, shout out to yes, City yes. Best. Shout out! Shout out to. Shout out to the party, as you call it. As a party, and uh, who else can we? Any shout outs? Uh, I know Balta. I'm gonna let him know about this podcast. I know he'll enjoy it. Um, he's a big well, he's Formula a One fan. Listener. Thank he's you for listening. Listener. Shout out to Valda. Shout out to Valda. And anybody else? Oh, I always want to put in a, a shout out for Rezi because I think about her. Not not since yeah, not since we know that, that she's. The, I hope she's doing all right. I always send her some power through the. And shout out for me because I'm getting my vaccination on Tuesday. Boop, boop. We hope you get the right <laughs> God one. God willing, and the creeks don't rise and everything goes well, I'll be vaccinated on Tuesday. Okay. Please run. What, what's today? Today is Thursday. Thursday. The uh, Germans say, Grünen Donnerstag. It's the day, it's the holiday before Good Friday. Okay. Okay. I thought I was wrong. That's my, I, I, I zonked myself. I went like I, I made a mistake, but it was actually right. Okay, cool. Actually, guess what day it was. So in four, six, <laughs> now I have to do math, Moody. Come on now. I don't want my, <laughs> I don't want my next employer to hear this yeah, podcast and be like, this guy can't even do four and six. We don't need him. <laughs> Please future employer. Don't listen to my podcast. I think you just got to cut this whole part out. <laughs> No, we're good. Just get this whole part out. No, I like these parts. These are the real parts, Moody. These are the ones I'm going to look back to one day and say, go listen to the Formula One podcast we did. So thanks sure. for an awesome podcast, Moody. I hope everybody tunes in. And if they don't listen to any of our podcasts, I hope they listen to, I hope they listen to this one. Uh, thanks here for listening. We're signing out at 1.26 p.m. on the 1st of April, 2021 in Frankfurt. Bye, Moody. From Vienna. Bye from Vienna. Bye to all our listeners. Thanks you for listening. Adios, cheers, bye bye, and see you later. <laughs>